Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 39, about the world's most famous beach, Daytona. The Florida Travel Pod is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week's episode is brought to you by RV Share. If you're looking to add some adventure into your life, but don't have an RV or a travel trailer, take a look at RV Share. They take the worry away with pickup and drop off. And whether you're looking for destination camping, like camping in Daytona Beach. Maybe. Or some peace and serenity in the great outdoors, hassle-free adventure awaits with RV Share. Visit floridatravelpod.com slash RV Share for our top RV rental picks in Florida to begin your camping adventure. So this week, we're going to talk all about Daytona Beach. How have we not talked about Daytona yet? Well, I mean, I guess we kind of have in our um, A1A Jacksonville to Daytona right. episode. That I mean, is... we, didn't, we didn't like elaborate a whole lot, but... That's true. We did talk a little bit about Daytona. I almost forgot about our road trips. How I could know. I forget about road trips? I know. But before we talk about that, let's go into our Florida tip of the week. And my tip of the week is cook your own meals. Absolutely. Traveling costs with meals can be astronomical. Well, and especially if you are looking at camping, which we're going to talk about camping in Daytona, but even if you're staying at some of the hotels along the beach, I just spent a beach weekend in Daytona and we cooked out on the lawn of the hotel. They had barbecues and we brought a bunch of food and they have, you know, rooms with kitchenettes. It was just a great way to save some money and cook our own meals. But it was really nice because it just felt like that home cooked potluck with a bunch of other friends. We had a great time. You know, it's really funny. together. When I'm camping in my camper, I find that I actually enjoy cooking and, and all of the things. It's like playing house. <laughs> Right, it's not an obligation. Yeah, it's I don't know fun. what it is. I don't mind cooking for the most part, unless we're like busy and such. But I don't mind cooking while I'm camping. Right, and I mean, and tailgating, especially in Tampa, which we'll talk about in a little bit, just seems to be that rite of passage in yeah. cooking your own food. So don't hesitate to get some grocery delivery if you're visiting from out of town, or grab that hotel with the kitchenette and cook your own meals. But while you're grilling out on the beach in Daytona, right? Don't forget your sunscreen. Oh no, kidding because it's going to be warm too. Yes, it is. All right. So we did, we talked about Daytona um, on our A1A Jacksonville to Daytona episode. We got to go more in depth. Definitely. Because this place is loaded with things year round. And I think I, I do have the events that are going on here, but I think I'm going to jump to the beach and we'll come back to those events in, in a minute. So the beach. I mean, that's like what you think of. Right. You think, I mean, it's Daytona mm-hmm. Beach, right? And it's called the world's most <laughs> famous beach. Why do you think that is? Um, I'm going with the fact that it's the the drive on the beach. It, it's got to be. It's got to be. I mean, it's one of the few places in the U.S. that you can drive on the beach. It's got 23 miles of hard packed sand. Did you know that it costs money to drive on the beach? It's not just anybody that can go out there anymore. Right. I did drive on the beach, but it was a long time ago. And it's $20 now to drive on the beach. Super cool though. It is. It's so bizarre. It feels so foreign to me to have the cars out there on the beach. I just, I don't, 
it feels like it's not a good idea, but at the same time. But they've time, been doing it for so long. No kidding. And it is safe, obviously, because people are doing it, but it's that hard packed sand. Yeah, like you're going to get stuck in the sand or something. <laughs> but I see these people drive their pickup trucks and Jeeps on the beach. It is a convenient way to get to the beach in your truck or in your Jeep or in your car and just pop the trunk set down the tailgate, whatever, and you've got all your stuff right mm-hmm. there and you are, you know, 20 steps to the ocean. Yep. It's people set up their tents, they tailgate mm-hmm. on the beach because you can in the back of your truck. I think it's just, it's phenomenal. And, and if you, convenient. If you don't live here, look at, if you're going to rent a vehicle, look at a pickup truck for driving on the beach. I think that's the way to go. Right. Uh, but it is, it's famous because of the driving on the beach. Did you know they had races on, on the, the beach? beach? Yes. No. Is this like a drag race thing? Yes. <laughs> like the first races were in 1902. Gosh, I, I, I imagine their tires just spinning out and dirt flying everywhere. Yes. I think that's really, really cool. So I, you can, um, you, they used to have races back in 1902, which kind of leads to Daytona also being a little bit of a race town too. And um, so Daytona and Volusia County, they have a beach navigator app for updates. Um, ah, this is what happened here. This my, my notes are a little off, and I was wondering why is all of that there? <laughs> now I know. Uh, but you can get the beach navigator app. It tells you beach conditions, tide conditions, driving on the beach, you know, getting a maybe getting the pass to drive on the beach. So uh, definitely check that I out. I think the driving on the beach is limited now. Like there's only... Probably. I mean, it's cost prohibitive if you're not going to willing to spend 20 bucks to drive on the beach too, but I'm sure it's also limited. We didn't see, I've been out there several times for uh, an annual friend get together beach weekend. And Mm -hmm. I didn't, I don't think I saw that many out there. Yeah, I've been out to that same resort you went to and I've not seen them. So, um, so the other things in Daytona, the big things we'll talk about in a little bit, but I wanted to talk about the lighthouse. Because you have an obsession with lighthouses. I a, yeah. I, it, Ponce Inlet Lighthouse is just a little bit south of um, Daytona Beach. It's Florida's tallest lighthouse. Did you know that? I did. <laughs> is it because I told you that before? Yes. <laughs> See, you, I listened. Oh, you do. Thank you. That's so I don't sweet. really I have don't. a choice. <laughs> You're talking in my ear. Literally in your ear. <laughs> But do you also remember what I told you about the lighthouse in Jupiter, Florida? I don't know. Is that the one where you have to be like super small? No, oh. you told me about that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a classic for you. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> no, every lighthouse has its own color. And um, Ponce Inlet is very similar to Jupiter. They're both red with a black top, but there's a key difference. And it's the windows. So in Jupiter, they have the windows facing every direction, north, south, east, and west. And in um, Ponds Inlet, they're all down the line. So you know where you are based on the structure of the lighthouse as well. But you can climb that landmark. It was built in 1887. And you can go and they have their own history uh, lighthouse museum as well. I wanted to just let you say I already knew it. Oh, okay. What what did you already know? That way you just said. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just letting you say it because, oh, you know, that right, way you right. had sure, something sure. smart to okay. say. <laughs> All right. So we talked a little bit about camping in Daytona. What do you want to tell me about camping? Do I don't know. Somehow mine, mine got messed up too. I, like, I don't know what happened Our there. notes are a little wonky today. Okay. I fixed it. Okay. Camping. So I, I just, I, 
ha- put a couple of places down. There's there's a lot of places to camp. You should be really careful when you pick out camping places to make sure you've like looked into it because some of these places may be, um, you know, just like one of the places I have listed here is not like a place you want to go if you're really going for a fun camping adventure. So just make sure you look in the places. But I put down Breakers Oceanfront Park. Oh, that sounds nice. Um, yeah, this is like, it, it's like a really cute little... Um, campground but you're by the water and this that's why I move that because it's not necessarily a camping place that's why oh breakers was like a um it's would a, you it's believe a, we did these notes yesterday well I, yeah I added this in yesterday but um I put it up top because it's not a camping place and then I was like breakers that's a camping place but it's really not it's a park um and so you can park there they've got a playground a splash pad so it's like an additional little like fun place to go um right on you know right on the beach but it's it's like if you've got kids, if they've got facilities there, they've got a playground and some, you know, extra amenity type things. Multi-purpose field is there for like sporting events, um, off-beach parking, um, volleyball courts, a walking path, water fountains. Nice. And there's even a, a learning center there, environmental learning center. Okay, so now we're on to camping. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. That's okay. My bad. Oh, that was weird. Okay. Daytona's Endless Summer. They have a pool, a playground. It's right by the Speedway. They have cabins and you can do RVs and tent. This is like a basic type of campground. So like you're not looking at a resort. You're looking at a place to go if you are planning to do other things in the area. But it also has like, um, you know, the the basics of camping where a nice facilities for bathhouses and all that and they do have right. the pool and the playground so it makes it traditional something to do it's not like you're it's not like what I'm about to tell you about um crazy horse is basically a gigantic field where you can park your camper um I think of crazy horse as a place where if you're going to race week and you just want to have a place to park that's the place to go it's, okay it's open for race week and bike week um it's right next door to the Daytona flea market and farmer's market they have a shuttle that comes to the campground nice. so that you can get around easy if you don't, if especially if you're camping, you don't always have like a easy, convenient um, mode of transportation. They have um, taxis there and stuff too. So that's what I mean. Like what I'm saying, if you want to go on a camping experience, Crazy Horse is probably not it. But if you're going to go to race week or bike week or something like that, then that's a good Which place for that. We'll talk about it in a little bit, but I think that's a lot of what people are doing in Daytona is they're there camping for. Right, right. That's why I brought events. that up. Yeah. I mean, it's it's basically when you look at the pictures of Crazy Horse, it's a gigantic wide open field. <laughs> yeah. You're not talking like woods and that's okay. Campy camp. That's okay. But I'm there for the experience. I went to the next extreme and found that Daytona Beach RV Resort. Okay. So here you are literally talking about the epitome of a resort. They have bocce ball, shuffle ball. There's a game room. They have planned activities. There's a pool. I mean, it's a true resort style campground so if you're there for the trees and the campfires you're in the wrong place (laughs) (laughs) this place is for the fun luxury activity type camp campground and so you've got all extremes you've got the generic like this is just a campground we're here to camp and then you've got the extreme of like woohoo I'm here to live the life but I'm in my camper which I think is what we've talked about when we've talked about camping in Florida is that you can have all different you, dynamics. You can have it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I have all the links for those. It'll be in the notes. 
perfect. Including Breakers Oceanfront, even though it's not really a campground. It's more like probably what I'm going to talk about next, going back to the beach and talking about the boardwalk and the pier. Have you been down to the boardwalk and the pier? Absolutely. Many, many times. It reminds <laughs> me of the boardwalks that you see in Atlantic City with carnival rides. And I, I love the fact that they call some of the carnival carnival ride area, they call it Screamers Park. Yeah. Because what are you doing? You're screaming. Woo! I yeah. do. I, it does remind me of the boardwalks in Atlantic City. It is very well done. And there's there's a band. The band shell is amazing out there. It's gorgeous. And they have concerts and just it's a lot of it's a great place to gather. I mm-hmm. think um, even when there isn't a concert, you can gather right there in that band shell lawn. Uh, of course, there's shops and dining and you can go fishing off the pier. You know you what can- I bet they have there? What? I bet you they have a shop that sells seashells. <laughs> By the seashore. <laughs> I can't go. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you can also eat at Joe's. You can eat at Krabby Joe's. <laughs> that's one of those restaurants that is right there on the pier. Uh, you could, you know, you know that that's going to serve the best seafood. At, um, I love those kind of restaurants. Open air, sea breezes floating in. Fresh seafood on your plate. Oh, what can get better? Sounds delicious, it but sounds it is amazing. way too close to lunch to be talking about food. I know. I'm hungry, Christina. What are we doing after? I'm going to go wanna... eat at Krabby Joe's in Daytona. <laughs> I think that's a good plan. We can get there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about Daytona International Speedway, but I'm going to jump back. Wait, you skipped fishing off the pier. Oh, I I said you could go shopping or fish off the oh, pier. I missed. I wasn't listening. See, I was thinking about Krabby Joe's and eating. You told me you listened. Christina. Hey, I want to ask broken. you, do you happen to know if off the pier they have to have a fishing license? Probably. It made me think about that when I saw that. That's I feel like, a really good question that I wish I knew before we started recording. Sorry. <laughs> but it will make the listeners think about it and then look it up. Google it. Go fishing. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I want to talk about the Speedway. I want to talk, but I'm going to jump back to our events because this goes along with it. Kind of leads into it. So Daytona is also known for their events. They have Biketoberfest. They have Bike Week. This is, I mean, Daytona is known for the races and then bikes, you know, and when I talk bikes, I hope you all know, I mean, motorcycles. (laughs) Not, I guess if you were not from this area, you would not know that. Well, and so I've heard from people who ride bicycles. They like to be called cyclists. Cyclists. So, but then there's Speed Week. There's Daytona 500. There's Jeep Beach. When I was talking about Jeeps on oh, the beach. Oh, I have some friends who do Jeep Beach Week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I think that's so much fun that you all get together. And, you know, if you own a Jeep, that's a thing, right? Yes, you it own is. A Jeep, and you got to show watch. it off. And-, you, and also they have the Jeep wave, you know, that mm-hmm. if you own a Jeep, you got to wave to yep. everyone else yep. who has it's a like, Jeep. And it's like the, the, and the bikes too. They have their little hand gesture like this they put their hand I'm not like anyone can see me right now <laughs> right, yeah they can put their hand out when they pass the bikers as they're as they're driving <laughs> yes. uh, so yeah Daytona is known for that race atmosphere and speed week and Daytona 500 happen at the Daytona International Speedway probably best known for the Daytona 500 NASCAR races I think it's one of those that it's like the big event of NASCAR I am not much of a race fan. Do you watch the races? Ugh, my husband has been a NASCAR fan since childhood. He's been to the races there. 
I do not care for racing at all. So it's good that we're talking about this, Just right? perfect. <laughs> we both hate racing. Okay. Why? <laughs> tell me a little bit more about why your husband might also like the races. So, I mean... NASCAR is like WWF to me. Like they all have their drivers that they love. They're all very, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just that it's, you know, it's very dramatic. They all have their, their drivers that they love. They have their own personalities and they sort of like attach themselves to a driver the way you would attach yourself to an NFL football team. Sure, sure. <laughs> and then they, and the excitement is there too. The like, driver is the team. He's just the mascot of the he's team. He's the, he's yeah. the face of the team and he's the one that you see driving the car. But right. There's, there is a team behind it. And, and the races are, I mean, they are kind of exciting. It would be fun to watch and this like, but I just don't get into the whole drama behind the driver's thing and like they're, you know, yelling at each other. And But that's not why I asked you why to tell me why your husband likes to. That's why. Oh, well, oh, he likes the drama. He, I was, no, not the drama. He's a car guy. I mean, I. That's where I was okay, going. He's well, a car guy. I thought you're at, like, I know he likes his driver and he, he's a Bill Elliott fan and Although he's long retired. Yeah. But he also, your husband also has driven. He's a driver. Yeah. He's, he's not a race car driver. He's a stunt car driver. But, right. and they will be very sure to clarify that for you. Oh, absolutely. But he, I mean, there's. He, and a lot of the people difference. that have driven with him have been race car drivers and they just transitioned into stunt car driving. Right. So. But yes, he's but a car a guy. They yeah. appreciate the skill. Yes. I think is what it is. The stunt, you know, especially a stunt car driver, you're going to know that there's skill. He knows in how the to, race he car knows how to too. maneuver a car like, you know, it's just not, it's not normal human knowledge to drive, you know, the way that they do as a, as a stunt car driver. Right. So. But obviously there's other events that Speedway doesn't just stay, you know, open just for one event a year. There's all kinds of um, races that happen there. There's the Rolex 24, a BMW Endurance Challenge. Uh, yeah, there's the Speed Week that we talked about. And uh, Bike Week also, you know, has a place at the Speedway as well. There's even a soccer fest, which I thought was interesting. I did not know that. I did not know that either. But I don't I think thought, about well, that at all. I think, I think because you have this great big open area in the middle of the racetrack where you can do what? Um, camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, I read something recently and it was like people were talking about the camping in the middle of the field and they were like, well, it's not really camping. It's more like they're just making a big giant potluck of food to eat while they're watching the race. It's like everyone's outside their campers making food and, and tailgating and all that stuff. It's, why we went back to that tip of the week is bring your own food. Bring right? your own food. <laughs> like, yeah. Cook your own meals. Really? Because it is. It's, yeah, you can camp right in the infield. Yeah. I mean, and if you're a race fan and you have it's a camper like the ultimate right it has the ultimate um you i sent you a picture yesterday of people camping in the field yeah. and what did they have that i thought was something you needed to add they, to your have, they have a hot tub is an inflatable hot tub i have seen <laughs> i have seen this in campgrounds before people have this little inflatable hot tub and not all campgrounds allow them in fact nowadays you look at the campground like rules and regulations and they will say no hot tubs allowed because this is I a new no thing idea. i know it's a new it's a new thing that they do now and and so i could totally see that in the middle of the infield <laughs> I just thought that was so different. And I mean, it's just perfect. What a way to watch the race, so right? Sit in a hot tub with your beer and watch the... <laughs> exactly. And your hamburgers. 
Absolutely. I think it's, I mean, it's an experience, right? It's definitely a bucket list item for a I lot of people. I think that would be so, I mean, I don't even care about the race. I just want to sit in the infield watching the cars go by, eating and <laughs> drinking and being in hot tub. I think the other bucket list item though, is that if you are a fan of NASCAR or you're a fan of mm-hmm. racing or you want to drive a fast car, you can also do the NASCAR racing experience at Daytona International Speedway. And it is as real as it gets, you can drive a NASCAR race car at the World Center of Racing. You can drive it by yourself or take a, a ride along as a passenger. And it offers timed racing sessions with no lead car to follow and no instructor riding with you. You are in control of your race car on the speedway of your choice. That sounds phenomenally fun. I, I would think that you would like that, right? I would definitely like that. So even if you're not a fan of racing, yeah, you well, also... No, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of racing, but I am a fan of driving. Right, and driving fast. Yes. <laughs> so obviously you would be one that would be driving the car, without, not yeah. without the instructor, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, I don't I, need no stinking instructor. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not sure if I would... Want to, I would want to drive by myself, but then I would want an instructor to really show me. Yeah, but I don't what need that. Do. I know you don't need that. Jeez, maybe you can take me. I'll can, take you. Okay, can I? Just we could go together. <laughs> Let's just not Thelma and Louise. Tanya, okay? push the pedal down <laughs> faster. Uh, the other thing too. So again, you know, just because we're talking Daytona and we're talking racing, if you don't want to be out at, if you don't want to drive the NASCAR car, you could also just do some indoor karting too. Which is super fun too. And like this indoor karting thing now is becoming popular because they're starting to do things like drifting you know, like you oh, can drift yeah. your, your cars. So people have learned how to drift their go-karts around the track. Well, and this is a great way for the whole family too, right? The NASCAR right. experience has to have an age limit. You right. know, your five-year-old is not going to get in the car. I don't have course. a five-year-old. I did say <laughs> you specifically, Christina. I meant you, the general people who listen to our show. I, I think it's just us talking. No one's really listening. <laughs> Okay, so those of you who are listening, Christina does not believe you are there. So please send us a message. At Tell hello me that you're there, so that we're not talking to ourselves. <laughs> indoor karting is great for the whole family. There is a Speedway indoor karting uh, location in Daytona. I think this is also a great thing that if you're spending a week or a weekend at the beach, and it rains as it does here in Florida. Indoor gardening, indoor karting, indoor gardening. Yeah, no, no, no. Indoor karting is a great place to go for those rainy days. It's state-of-the-art electric carts with high-speed capabilities. Um, they have. Oh, they also have axe throwing at this. Ah, that's a new thing. This axe throwing thing. I love it. I know. So, Speedway <clears throat> Indoor Karting (SIK) is your place to race. Heck yeah. So make sure you check that out as something to do in Daytona as well. And a rite of passage to Daytona, number seven. Go for it. Cruising down Atlantic Avenue. Right. (laughs) I'm not kidding. This is a rite of passage. If you go to Daytona Beach, you have to ride down A1A and with your windows down and your music blaring. Yeah. There's also Orman Scenic Loop, which I thought was really cool when I was looking this up because it's got views of the river, the creeks, the marches, the beach. Marshes. Marshes. Autocorrect. (laughs) (laughs) The beach. Hardwood hammock forest. If you are on your motorcycle, uh, this one is one of those nice lengthy loops that people cruise down. Oh, the next time I take out my motorcycle, I'll be sure to do that. Hey, I have a neighbor. 
They have a bike. We, we can get you out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, write a passage, right? Yeah. It's what absolutely. Bike week is all about. Oh my gosh. Not only a rite of passage to cruise down the road, but to cruise on a motorcycle. Right. Exactly. Of course, I don't ride bikes very well, much less a motorcycle. So that's probably not a safe <laughs> idea for me. They're a little bit bigger. Yeah. You can also now go for the three or four wheelers if you would like. It's probably a better idea probably for me. Safer, yeah. <laughs> right? So, I mean, we talked about we talked about Bike Week. Um, by the time this episode drops, we'll be past Biketoberfest, but Bike Week happens in March. Will uh, we? Re- oh yeah, October fourteenth. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then, uh, but you could go out for Bike Week in in March. You I could feel like they have week. a bike event multiple times a year. That's probably the big ones. Yeah. Well, there's two that I listed. I listed Biketoberfest and then Bike Week. Those are going to be the big ones. But honestly, you can take a bike down Atlantic Avenue or mm-hmm. Ormond Beach, Ormond Scenic Loop anytime you want. Nice. All right. The other things to do in Daytona, things that, you know, um, if you are into golfing, <laughs> is definitely a place to golf. There's a lot of golf courses around that area, especially as you get a little bit north of Daytona. If they offer margaritas, I'm there. Okay. <laughs> we could drive the golf carts. We could speed. We could... <laughs> no, that's probably not a wise suggestion. <laughs> Do not it? listen to us. <laughs> We're not going to, you know, Happy Gilmore or Caddyshack it through the golf course. Actually, we probably would. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But we don't advise you to. <laughs> There's also, I found this, the Daytona Lagoon Water Park. I did not know that that was there, but I love it. I love the idea, too. Again, another, you know, well, not a rainy day thing to do. No, but... it's, a, it's a different idea you can be in in daytona but at a water park it's just a different you don't have to do a beach just because you're in daytona right right and then of but since you are in daytona and if you do hit the beach there's any number of jet skis paddling i know they do sailboats too oh yeah i think you can rent those like date like the little like sun what are those things called i went to sailing camp for two weeks when i was in middle school, and we got to sun, stuck, sun, I see. <laughs> sun, something around there. Anyway, they're just like little, little sailboats where you just kind of like cruise around. It's like paddle boarding only in sailboats. Can I tell you how much <laughs> fun it is to watch you try to figure something out? I know, <laughs> bumbling around. It's just where the hands start going. She is Italian, so the hands start going when she can't find. You are not Italian, and you do the same thing. I know, I do. <laughs> So that's why it's fun to watch. Yeah, well, it's a good thing we're not being videoed, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is why we have a podcast and not a video blog. <laughs> they say something like that about radio people. Right? I, we have a face <laughs> for <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but there's a lot of nature in there, too. I think we often think of Daytona Beach as just being being the beaches and being the speedway but like you said, we with the camping, you can have that multiple know, dynamics of right. you know. So it's there's like genres. <laughs> plenty of hiking and it says biking, but I know this in this case we it's mean actual cycling. cycling. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You can rent uh bicycles, you can hike the nature trails. There's a lot of different uh, nature trails and hiking tours out there. And uh, those are definitely something to check out when you are in Daytona Beach. Anything else that you can think of that we might have missed? 
I don't know. I mean, honestly, my brain goes straight to the water. So it was helpful to hear multiple dynamics of what else you can do in the area just to remind yourself that when you go there, don't just head to the beach, like look for other options, things that you can experience that you wouldn't find elsewhere, you know, like seeing motorcycles riding, riding up and down. Absolutely. <clears throat> There's uh, so if you visit DaytonaBeach.com, that's their visitors bureau there again, you know, like we always say, visit your visit, visit your visitors bureau. It was, it was a tip of the week. The exciting things that you can do. Absolutely. For anyone who may have been listening. So what would you do? <laughs> Let's go to our top, top three. three rapid fire. Okay. So I definitely like the idea of the water park. Um, and the indoor karting. I want to do the indoor karting too. I, I kind of, <clears throat> I kind of want to camp in the infield of a race, but just, I, don't, I just don't know. I think your husband would love it. So I if think he's he would listening, too. when he does listen to this episode, you know, you need to start booking so, that trip. So here we go, Mike. If you heard that, this is your permission to <laughs> figure out test that. to yeah, see if we'll you're listening. To see if you're listening. <laughs> we can, we can camp in the infield of one of the Daytona 500 races. I would, yeah, I want to do that indoor karting experience and do some axe throwing there too. I think that sounds the like axe, a lot of fun. I know, fun. this is a thing now. Uh, I definitely need to go check out the boardwalk a little bit more. Oh and, my gosh, I love the boardwalk. And do, and just even, you know, I, honestly, just eating at any of the restaurants along the boardwalk, along the beach, it's always delightful. And so even though we're ready for our florida featured product of the week and each week we share our favorite florida products from small businesses throughout the state and this week i found joy of garlic that is so funny the joy of garlic <laughs> oh man i love garlic do you i mean i do i do like garlic when it's cooked into my food i just don't like biting into a chunk of garlic well okay i'm not asking you to go out and pick a bulb of garlic and i mean eat like and the way that this sounds there's some really cool stuff uh joy's gourmet uh she has joyofgarlic.com and she brings the taste of the mediterranean mediterranean to america's table they have a secret mix of garlic and spices that they, um, you know, when it started becoming really popular with their friends, they took the plunge and began producing their dairy-free garlic joy spreads. I think it's also cool that it's dairy-free, yeah, too, because cool. we know people who have um, dairy allergies, allergies? Issues. Issues. You know, if you have to be dairy-free, you, um, you can check out joyofgarlic.com and try their garlic joy spreads. I can think of a lot of things to spread some of that on, like a nice loaf of Italian bread. Oh, yeah. Like the that whole loaf. <laughs> I mean, yes, absolutely. Uh, so you got to stay tuned and see where we're going to go next week. Absolutely. So follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod, or you can go to floridatravelpod.com. All these places will have the things that we are up to with pictures and videos, especially stories on Instagram. If you've experienced something or you want us to um, talk about something that you've done that we haven't mentioned, that's the place to comment. Um, any ideas about any of those places uh, or you can email us at hello at floridatravelpod.com. I want to know who of our listeners has gone to a race at Daytona or who's Tell us a story in Daytona. Yes, let's hear we the story. Hear more. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it on our podcast. Absolutely. Maybe we can have you call in uh you can support us by following us leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player you know just just like us if you like us like us come on do we have any friends <laughs> it really helps our it really helps um everyone else discover and our confidence our content. <laughs> and our confidence christina needs the likes <laughs> 
If you enjoy us, you could also support us on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod, it allows you to sign up for a subscription or a one-time donation. And it really helps us dedicate more time to research the best content from the Sunshine State. So next week, what did we decide we were going to talk about? I think we're going to go hiking. Hiking and biking, right? Hiking and biking. I think yeah. that sounds like a, we talked a little bit about it in Daytona. Let's go statewide. All right. Sounds All good. All right. And so, but that is it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. Bye.